Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The big news overnight was Manchester City, one of the biggest clubs in world sport, uh, charged by the Premier League with numerous breaches of its financial rules. City have been accused of committing more than 100 breaches, in fact, and not cooperating with the long-running investigation. Now, the EPL has referred City to an independent commission. The breaches are alleged to have been committed in every season from 2009 to 2018. Now, the sanctions, they include everything from fines to points deductions to the most dramatic of all, and that is expulsion. But given it's taken the Premier League four years to get to this point, I wouldn't expect anything to happen too soon. Uh, the EPL said in a statement overnight that City accused of failing to provide accurate financial information that gives a true and fair view of the club's financial position. City, on their part, say they were surprised by the charges and they say they are supported by a, a quote, body of irrefutable evidence, unquote, and they look forward to putting this matter to rest once and for all. Uh, a major voice in world football the world over works for Stan Sport at the moment, uh, but he's worked just about everywhere. Wore every hat you can wear, and we've got him wearing ours this morning. Max Rudston uh, is with us, thanks to Stan. G'day, Max. I wondered who you were talking about when you said a world voice. I mean, who is that? I can't wait to hear them. This is really exciting. I judge um, everything on that. I judge everything on Twitter followers, and you've got a sizable volume behind you. I have. And most of them are just telling me I'm an idiot. So you know, but that's you know that is Twitter for you, which I guess is another conversation. But we have to be really careful about what we say and what we don't say about this Manchester City story for two reasons. One, the news broke, and this always happens. I host the Guardian Football Weekly podcast, and just as we finish recording, that is when big news breaks. So we finished recording, that happened, then lead sack Jesse Marsh, and we'd stop recording, and I was in bed. And we have to be careful. Another reason, which is, I went to sleep, and I've just woken up, and I have, well, I mean, I haven't, I've got a 10-month-old baby, I've been awake all night, but I haven't read every <laughs> bit of detail of this case, but also we have to be careful because the city say, you know, there's an ongoing investigation. Mm. But it is, abs- it is fascinating. If you remember, Man City, I think a lot of football fans were looking at this, and if you remember, Man City were chucked out of the Champions League yep. a few years ago on similar charges, um, and eventually that went to the Court of Arbitration of Sport, and eventually they were let back in. And I think a lot of football fans are watching this now, because obviously, as football fans, we don't understand the nitty-gritty of sponsorship deals and, uh, and all the things they're accused of. Right? You watch the game because you love the game. Um, I think a lot of fans will sit there and think, this is going to take a long time. It is really interesting what the Premier League have said, and the Premier League have access to material that UEFA didn't have, but at the same time, Manchester City have a lot of money, and they have you know, a lot of very expensive lawyers, and I think most people at the moment would look at this case without knowing exactly what they have and haven't done wrong and say, I would be amazed if they're stripped of their titles. I would be, it would be... Actually, it would be sort of beyond the. It would be beyond any sense of belief that they would be expelled from the Premier League. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and then what do you do? Is it is there a points deduction? How does that work? You know, do you punish a team now for something that happened a few years ago? All these things are very complex. I think. I think. I, I, I sometimes think what what seems strange is if you are one of the richest clubs in the world, you know, 
and I'm not saying City haven't played within the rules, but you should play within the rules, right? The rules are set up anyway to benefit the richest clubs, right? Football's not a meritocracy, right? There's not a draft system where if you finish bottom, you get the best player next year. There's nothing like that. We always know that. There are the haves and the have-nots. And what has happened over the last 5, 10, 15, 20 years or whatever, and it's not unlike society, right? It's just the rich are just so much richer than they used to be. And so it, it sort of stretches out all these competitions whereby it is so hard for anybody else to win anything. And, what's, and what that means in the Premier League terms is now these teams are winning by so many points that it, it doesn't necessarily... The Premier League sometimes doesn't have what it used to have, which is like big teams could lose. Like Man City lost at the weekend. And that's great. And Arsenal lost at the weekend. And what you want is the two teams going for the title, the three teams going for the title losing to anybody rather than amassing 90, 100 points. Because then it's like, what are we actually all doing here, right? We want everyone else to at least have a chance of winning, even though you know some teams have a lot and some te- teams don't have a lot. And that's the way football's always been. But, it, you know, it is a, it, it's not the perfect answer to say, look, we will wait. We have to wait and see. But that is the truth. We have to wait and see what happens like this. It is going to take a long time. There will be all sorts of legal arguments yeah. that are well beyond my brain power. I don't know about yours. <laughs> and at the end of it, I would be, I don't know if I'm being cynical, I'd be, I would be amazed if there are really, really strict penalties. But you never know. No, I'm with you. I mean, it's the headline, isn't it? It's always going to be the headline, given uh, the options open to the league. But uh, it seems fanciful to think that we're going to get to that. Uh, and for those listening this morning, Max, who know, who know the EPL doesn't have a salary cap and he's bound by those sort of regulations, how can you best put it into context? Because... The information uh, covers club revenue, which includes sponsorship income, operating costs. There's alleged breaches relating to the full details of the manager remuneration, all the way back to when Roberto Mancini was in charge. There's, uh, and initially when you went back to UEFA, it was uh, Der Spiegel, the German newspaper, that said that the club um, had found some documents today. The club had overinflated a sponsorship deal as well. So with no salary cap, how can Man City be in trouble here? How best can you explain that? So I guess the idea, what people are saying is, um, Man City are owned by Abu Dhabi, right? And then they have spons- they are sponsored by companies that have links to Abu Dhabi or in Abu Dhabi. And so those sponsorship deals, the accusations could be that they're perhaps getting more from them than would, would be sort of market rate, mm. you know, a bit like... I'm not sure who's sponsoring your show at the moment. Is it Hyundai, right? You're getting market rate for that. It's yeah. not like, you know, it's wonderful cars. Love those cars. Had my car stolen recently. It's a Subaru. Oh, I want to ask years. you about that. Have you, have have you, actually, have you recovered I, that? I haven't recovered it. I'll swap it for a Hyundai while I'm on this show. But, but the point is, you get market rate for that. It's not like someone is saying, actually, you know, if you, you know, you could say you got sponsored for $25 million. Mm. No one would go, well, there's no way that, Obviously, this show has millions of listeners, but perhaps millions. $25 million is too much to sponsor. I think that, that from a non-expert perspective, is, is kind of what they're saying. They're saying, right. hang on, if we look at all the sponsorships that you've made, you're not, you're not, you know, that's not a level playing field with another club who's getting their sponsors, perhaps not from somewhere, you know, a country that owns them. And then we get into a, a deeper question about who should own our football clubs, right? And so who, who at the moment, you have Abu Dhabi own. Manchester City, Saudi Arabia owned Newcastle. They will say it's the public investment, the, the public investment fund of Saudi Arabia, but ostensibly Saudi Arabia owned Newcastle. Qatar owned PSG. I'm very much of the understanding that I don't think any nation state, I don't think Portugal should own Fulham. You know, I don't think Canada should come in and buy Tottenham Hotspur. You know, so those, because 
then you get these problems like this that, mm. that arise. And that, not just that, obviously, there are human rights issues with these nation states that own football clubs as well, which is perhaps more serious. Um, but once, the, you know, once it's happened, you've opened Pandora's box. How do you put it back in? You can't go, actually, what we need is just sort of slightly dodgy local businessmen in the 80s in, like, leather jackets owning football teams. You know, that's what it used to be. It's just, it's just such a different level now that it is actually quite hard to get your head around. What happens is you get totally inured to the amount of money that's spent. Look at Todd Bowley at Chelsea. spent mm. half a billion pounds, you know, and you just kind of throw these figures around going, actually, 40 million is not much for that human being. <laughs> you stand back going, what? That's an extraordinary amount of money to spend <laughs> on somebody to turn up to, to work for you for a few years. I mean, it's, the whole thing is mad. But at the same time, and, and, and beyond it all, and this is what sport does to you, right, is you know all these things, and you know all these, you know, it's not a level playing field, and you know the money is ridiculous. And then Tottenham beat Man City, and you think, oh, we could be back in the Champions League. This could be our season. You, you know, when the game starts, because what is sport? Like, people listen to your radio station because sport is escapism. They don't want to have this conversation that we're having. They just want who's the best at kicking this. And yeah. who's, you know, how rubbish is that referee? And why is he there? And why did he do that? Because that's why we, that's sort of when we're kids, we're not thinking about financial fair play. Thank goodness. And I thought it was oh so diplomatic of you before we let you go, Max, that you mentioned that Man City had lost and you didn't mention who had beaten them and what took place in the match. Very diplomatic being a Spurs man. Yes, well, well, I know. Well, I'm a, I'm a Cambridge United fan, but my dad is a big Spurs fan. Then my like, Spurs are my big team who win things. They don't win many things. <laughs> so, you know, Harry Kane did become Tottenham's record ever goal scorer. Mm. And he overtook Jimmy Greaves, who was an unbelievable footballer yeah. and, and, uh, before my time. Um, but if you watch any of his footage, he was one of those footballers where it, it just came, everything is graceful, everything is easy. He never hammered the ball. He just side-foot it into the net. And, and so for Harry Kane to break that record, and like Kane is sort of deceptively brilliant footballer. Obviously, you know he's great, but like actually he's better at every part of the game than you think he is. He doesn't naturally look amazingly skillful, but he really is. He's so intelligent. Um, uh, you know, he's a really great creator, but to get that goal scoring record is, is supreme of Harry Kane. And he's only 30. Who knows? He, there's always rumours about where he might go at the end of the season. He might go to Bayern Munich. He might say, Do you know what? I'm this good eye to win a trophy. Mm. And he may never win anything with Tottenham. But you never know. He could win the Champions League, which is live on Stan, stan.com.au for your free seven-day trial. I think there's a free seven-day trial. Don't quote me if you don't get one. I'm so glad you mentioned that because now's the time I need to point out, uh, Max, that you can actually watch every match of the UEFA Champions League, the Europa League as well, the Europa Conference League as well. It's all right where you shine on Stan Sport. Now, we're returning for the round of 16 on February the 15th, so a matter of days away now, you can catch all the action streaming ad-free, live and on demand. To start your seven-day free trial, as Max suggested, you need to get to stan.com.au forward slash football. Brilliant as always. Maximus, appreciate your time this morning. Sorry I was vague, but I'm just not smart enough to understand it all. <laughs> Max Rushton there, he's very smart. And he has his opinion, which we can or cannot agree with. Michael said Rangers were kicked out of the second division in the Scottish Premier League and they were second biggest team around in Scotland. It definitely could happen to Man City. And Craig Foster, Fozzie hasn't mucked around. He was on SENQ uh, with Patton Heels this morning. And he said, and he called for, Man City to be relegated from the Premier League after the news emerged. He said, the question for the EPL is, is financial doping, as it's so often called, is that any different to interfering with referees and the integrity of the match on the field? Craig Foster, very strong in his opinion on what should happen to Manchester City.